Whose report would you believe? Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of Podcast with Sheila. Today I'm going to be sharing with you the report of the Lord. Let every man be a liar but let God be true. The power of God is still at work this day in our lives. God is still in the miracle working business. I am a miracle. My whole life is a miracle. I'm a living testimony. That is why I chose to be doing this podcast to be sharing real life experiences. Back in the years in 2005, I traveled on a holiday to England. And just before I was leaving Ghana for the United Kingdom, I had asked somebody to get me waste beads from the market in Ghana to help me check my weight as I go along. Because sometimes when you travel, you get so busy and you you begin to put on weight and don't even recognize it. But I wanted something to help me check my weight regularly as I go along. So the waste bead was what I settled for. So the person got me waste beads from the market. And when she brought it, I put it on. The night just before I traveled, I had a dream. And that waist bead had turned into a snake in my dream. And it felt so cold, such that it even felt real in the physical. So I woke up from my dream. And I cut the waist bead off my waist and prayed. That night, I I traveled. When I traveled, I had to share a bed with an aunt who who was just about my age then. So in the same room, she got to know when I was in my cycle. So she asked me, so do you have your cycle regularly? And I said, yes, why not? Then I didn't even know that people miss their cycles. So I didn't know that some women don't have their cycle at all. It was strange to me. It was news to me. So I asked, I told her, who doesn't have a cycle? Which woman doesn't have a cycle? Every woman has a cycle until they get to their menopause. So what are you asking, talking about? Then she said to me that I have not had mine in years. Then we were around um, age 25. So both of us, we are about the same age, but we are part in a month. So we were both around that age, 25 years old. So I was wondering who will will be at that age and will not be menstruating. It was a bit strange to me. Anyway, I stayed in that house um, for less than a week and had to move over to another house with another aunt. And... I never bothered myself about what she asked me and I was never worried that my menstrual cycle was ever going to be disrupted. I was never bothered about it. But I lived, I spent the holidays in England and came back to Ghana. And suddenly I realized, no, actually as I left that house a month after I left the house, I didn't see my cycle again. So my cycle stopped. It was very weird and I was worried about it. But anyway, I came to Ghana 
and I went to the hospital to have it checked. So they checked it and then I was told that I had a polycystic ovarian syndrome. That is when both ovaries shrink such that your ovaries are not able to function as they have to. So it's our ovaries that shred at the end of every month and then it turns into blood and comes out. That is when um, you're not making babies. So that is the little bit about our menstrual cycle. So my menstrual cycle ceased then in 2000 and uh, so now coming to 2006, my menstrual cycle ceased. I was so worried about it. Just about the time that my menstrual cycle ceased, I had um, an outbreak on my face. So I had serious rash issues on my face, all over my face. And I couldn't do anything about it. I couldn't step out of my house because anytime I went out, the sun reacted to it and it was so itchy and very uncomfortable. And I was beginning to lose my self-confidence. So I would always stay at home because of the rush. So I had two things going on in, in my life then. And I was so, so, so worried about it. Coupled with the fact that I was trying to find myself a job and I couldn't get as well. So those times were really worrying and troubled times for me. So I just kept praying through it. So 2006 passed all of that year. I wasn't menstruating. 2007 passed all of that year. I wasn't. 2008, 2009, 2010, I was asleep. And in my sleep, I heard a man of God speaking to me. But by then, every time I go to bed, I leave my radio on at a Christian station. So that station, I think it was Sunny FM or Spirit FM. I'm not too sure one of them. So I was just listening in and I went to sleep. So the radio was still on. So at dawn, I think a, a man of God came to preach and I heard him in my dreams. And a voice kept saying to me, get up and go, get up and go. And that man was just saying that he was going to be having, I think he was having a monthly prayer meeting somewhere so he had come to town and was having one of these monthly prayer meetings in town and i heard a voice tell me get up and go get up and go to the prayer session get up and go so i woke up from my sleep it was around 5 a.m then woke up got ready and went there because the prayer session was going to be starting at six and i went straight to there so i woke up and I was, as i was getting ready to leave somebody asked me somebody in my house asked me why are you going this early and i said somewhere because i didn't want anybody to know where i was going so i woke up got dressed took my bible and went off i sat in the car and i drove off just when i was about to get to the venue where the prayer meeting was going on i nearly had an accident i nearly had a fatal accident so i was supposed to be turning on the right and just around the right, there was a petrol station there. And suddenly, a petrol tanker had just crossed me, come in front of me. So my best bet was either to move to the side, which was possible for me to fall in the, in the big open gutter, or just drive straight into the petrol station and then try and stop the car around just there. For some reason, I made a turn on the right, 
went into the petrol station and my brakes ceased. But let me just say, my brakes will not work, I meant. But let me just say, I was driving a very new car. So there, for me, I felt there was no reason why my brakes wouldn't respond when I was trying to press on it. So I kept pressing on it, pressing on it, and the car kept zooming on. So I just knew that I was headed for death. So I, I started screaming, Jesus, Jesus. On the third count of Jesus, the car shut down completely. The engine turned down. Everything shut down and the car came to a halt. Just about a few inches to hitting the wall for a massive accident. The car just died down. This is where I want to draw your attention to. Luke 10. 17, between 17 and 19. And he says that at the mention of the name Jesus, every knee must bow. Every tongue will confess that he is Lord. On the third count, the thing ceased. Heaven heard my call. Heaven heard my cry. And because I believe that God has a purpose for my existence here on earth, he decided to keep me alive. He put the plans of my enemy to shame. Now remember, what came on me with regards to my cycle was to prevent me from having children and to frustrate me in life. But God had a greater plan. That was what the enemy did not know. God had a greater plan for me. And at the right time, at the right time, God decided to bring healing from above unto me. So let me go back to my story. When the car seized, I saw a group of people gather around the car. And everybody was like, are you okay? Are you fine? I was shivering. I couldn't speak. I was numb from there crown of my head to the sole of my feet i was just numb so i sat in the car for a long time for about five minutes put myself together and thoughts came started coming to me go back home you have to go back home it's not right did you just see what happened you had to, you have to go back home you don't need to be here go back home and another part of me was kept telling me you have to go to the prayer session you have to go to the prayer session so i decided to listen to that voice no matter what i believed that i did not have this accident and i did not die because i am supposed to be there at the prayer session that was my initial plan so i decided to keep to it so i put myself together and started driving to the place finally i found the, the venue i got that was a bit on time but there were people that they were praying so i joined in the prayers and we prayed we kept praying and praying and the the meeting actually started so the man of god came he gave us the word we praised we prayed then they started praying inside of me as i sat on my seat i felt like giving an offering so usually i keep money in my bible so i opened my bible and saw a seed offering and decided to take it forward to the altar so i just went forward and put it in the offering bowl and just as i turned to leave the man of God called me and he prayed with me and I went back to my seat. I didn't feel anything then, but I just knew that I was prayed for. And at that time, my faith was very strong. 
very, very strong on the fact that today, as I step my foot into this house, in the presence of God, I want to receive my miracle before I leave. So that was my prayer as I, as I sat on that chair. And he, so he prayed with me and I went back to sit down. Then it was um, praise and worship time. So we stood up to do our worship. And just as we were praising God, I felt something warm something warm for the first time something warm my god something warm come out of me so i went to to the ladies to check and i saw that my menstrual cycle that has ceased from 2006 to 2010 jesus may your name be praised father may your name be glorified you are the only one who can do this when men say no jehovah god you say yes because it is your purpose concerning our lives that will hold but it is not what man says i give you thanks so i went i checked and i saw that i had started bleeding so my menstrual cycle has kicked in I wasn't prepared really. I didn't have sanitary towel or anything. So I just packed some tissue paper. And still I wasn't ready to go home. I I wasn't prepared. I just wanted the service to end. So I just packed some tissue paper, tied it up nicely, put I had a shawl then, put a shawl around my waist just to protect myself some more and went back to the to the auditorium just to wait for the service to be officially over so i went down back to my seat to sit down and the service was over the service was over i thank god for the miracle he had done for me went to sit in my car and went away so as i was driving i kept bleeding so when i got to my house everybody in the house had then known that my menstrual cycle has started again so people in the house hey is your cycling hey is your cycling everybody was asking me i just walked to my room had my shower dressed up and since then 2010 my cycle had kicked in men thought that they could destroy what god had put together but my god is good my God is Lord. He said he's the El Shaddai, the God of all, the Lord of hosts. Whatever he said concerning our lives who hold, it is not what man is saying, but it is what God, he God is saying. I'm just about to wrap up now. The continuation will be coming on in episode three. If you want to hear more about what happened since then or from then, subscribe so that you get the notification but before i leave i want to tell you if you're battling with something in your life he said in his word in luke 10 that at the mention of the name jesus whatever it is you are battling with will bow down if you are a child of god whatever you are battling with must come down why because his spirit lives in within us and his spirit has communion with us now let me just say that we are made as human beings we are made of the body the spirit and the soul and our spirit is what communes with the spirit of god daily and our spirit is what cautions us now i'll be talking more about the spirit of god as we go along trust me when i started this podcast or the the idea for starting this podcast was just to share real life experiences for people to be empowered by what they hear but along the line i keep having a strong impression to just share it in such a way that people will know the goodness of God. 
and also appreciate the fact that every story we've gone through and come out of positively for me and in my life has just been God. I couldn't have made it without the presence of God in my life. Trust me. As you go along, you begin to hear stories and you would know that this is only but God. Because the enemy sought to frustrate my life. The enemy decided to destroy my life. But Jehovah God, the one who had a purpose for my life and for my existence, raised an, uh, his hand and said that, no, not this one. And it cannot happen. Believe me, the trials will come. The temptations will come. But they will not destroy you. So far as you identify with the God in heaven, so far as you have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you will stand. If you've just listened to my story and you think that this story has spoken to your heart or this story has spoken to a condition you're going through, don't lose, don't, don't, don't lose hope. Don't give up. Keep trusting and believing that the God who did it for me will do it for you. The agenda of the enemy was to prevent me from having children, was to frustrate my life. What they put over my face, the rush I had all over my face was to take away my self-confidence because my confidence then at that time was so huge and that was to prevent me from being successful because I was never scared of anything and I could go anywhere that people thought it was difficult to go just because I had Christ but they tried to break me down but in the mean in the time of my solitude at the time that I was quiet in my quiet time in my quiet places God was always speaking to me and empowering me and assuring me that he is God and he will forever be with me I stayed in the place with with my enemies and didn't even know they were enemies but Jehovah God always spoke for me and at the right time he answered my prayer so I leave with you today a verse in Luke 10 17 to 19 that says that at the mention of the name Jesus everything will bow every spirit that is not of God will bow because the name Jesus is greater than every other name. If you've just heard my voice or you've just chanced on this podcast and you want to dedicate your life to Jesus, I would like to introduce him to you through my stories and let you know that he's the only God that you can rely on that will never let you down. He's the only friend that will stick closer than a brother. He is the only one you can call to morning, day and night and will answer you. He is the only God that you can go through and share your deepest secrets and no one can hear of. I want you to have a relationship with this Jesus today. I want you to have a relationship with Christ today. If you are listening to me and you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior, I would like to lead you these few seconds to him saying, saying with me, Lord Jesus I accept that I am a sinner. I believe that you died on the cross of Calvary for our sake. Thank you for this massive sacrifice. I confess you today as my Lord and personal Jesus, Savior Christ, Jesus Christ. Come into my life and be with me. If you just said this prayer with me, believe that you have now come into the sonship of Christ and you are now a believer. Try to build yourself up with Christ. It starts with a little effort of picking up your Bible and studying it. And I believe that the Holy Spirit will empower you and will teach you to understand everything in this good word. 
thank you very much for listening to podcast with Sheila. And if you think that this message has been a blessing to you, don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to talk about it. The essence is to empower people. The essence is to make people have hope and believe that all is not lost and they are not alone in whatever they are going through. Life is one big classroom. We learn as we go along. It's always pleasant and always a blessing to learn from what somebody has gone through. Share, subscribe and like and be safe and take care of yourself. May God bless you as I leave you and meet with you again in two weeks. Bye for now.